0: Hello everyone, I hope you are doing well. In this episode, we discuss Compass Rose Academy. This is a religious therapeutic boarding school. Interestingly, previously to this study, I did not know that religious programs existed. We discuss the pitfalls of online education, the infantilization that goes on in this program, and go into detail about the quality of food provided at Compass Rose Academy. We also take a quick detour into fan fiction and edgy Shakespearean sonnets, So while this is a heavy episode that includes swear words, it may also evoke some laughter. Just as in the Trinity Teen Solutions episode, I want to clarify that when wilderness is discussed, we are talking about the therapeutic program where teenagers backpack in groups. There are no content warnings for this episode, so without further ado, please join me as I dig deeper into the truth about therapeutic boarding schools. From what ages did you go to a therapeutic boarding school?
1: 15 to 16 years old.
0: If you feel comfortable, what was the boarding school's name?
1: It was Compass Rose Academy.
0: Do you feel that your experience in your program helped you emotionally? No. What made it unhelpful?
1: Well, basically, I got sent there right after I had done seven months in a wilderness program that, um... The only thing that helped me with was I was on a lot of medication that I didn't need and that, you know, caused a lot of, like, issues for me, like, mentally that, you know, just made things worse. You really act like you're on some, like, freaking, like, opiates or something, like, it's crazy, like, and after getting off that, like, I still had, you know, like, some mental health problems, but I was able to think a lot more clearly and I just, I didn't need another program. Like I was a year behind in school because they didn't let me do school and getting sent this place and not being allowed to be back in society and just in this really restrictive environment. Like I felt, I was really depressed and I really didn't change much. I was just there trying to do whatever I could to get out. And even then it didn't really help me get out any quicker than people who broke a lot of rules.
0: Okay what types of programs were you a part of at your therapeutic boarding school? Did they have like clubs like band or anything? Um, and did they have therapy such as group therapy, individual therapy?
1: Yeah. So they really didn't like have any like clubs or anything. It was like, there was another group of kids there. The program was called whites and that was for like JDC um jdc um it was like kids that were in like a court system okay and they lived on the same campus but we weren't allowed to interact with them even though some people still did and they were like separated into cottages by like what crime they did there was a whole cabin of boys that were sex offenders
0: so you were mixed together with them like your group like like, on campus
1: yeah, and then we saw them at lunch, and we would see them in the hallway sometimes. Even though they did literally everything to keep us away from them, which I understand to an extent, but then it was like, like, why are we sharing the campus with them then? Like, yeah, it's and they got clubs. They got like Lego <laughs> club. They got like, all you know, writing club. I don't know. They got stuff. We didn't really have any of that. We had group therapy. What and like it was. There was one that was just like group, you know, we just sit there and like complain. And then there was another one where it was like teaching you stuff and it was like kind of annoying and everyone like hated it. Okay. Um, but yeah, and individual therapy. But other than that, they really didn't have any like opportunities for you.
0: So it sounds like it wasn't helpful. Like you said, you were just kind of sitting there waiting to get back to your real life. And yeah, um... and
1: even when I got there, there really wasn't much like left for me.
0: Um, so what academic opportunities did you get, if any, did you get any pre-college programs, AP studies, dual enrollment? You said you weren't really taught much. Was that at Wilderness or at your school?
1: Honestly, both, except in Wilderness, there was literally like no option for school. It just wasn't an option. And when we got there, you know, they advertised themselves as a therapeutic boarding school, but The school situation is you go to the school building, you have to walk in a straight line like you're in jail, and then you get there and you get on your computer and just kind of, like, do this weird, like, Christian online program that even one of the teachers, because they did have, like, two, like, actual teachers, but the only thing they actually were allowed to teach was... A extracurricular thing every day for an hour, and you could like choose to do it. And there's an English teacher, you know, I'm not gonna say what his name was, um, who even even he thought that the English program was just like crap. You know, it was like element, it was like sixth grade elementary school stuff. And you know, you they had they would be like, oh well, we have these um, tutors that you can access online. They were literally like they were a joke. Everyone like laughed at them because they were jo- they were they were just there was this one girl who needed help with math one day and this lady was just not helping her. And then she was like, she messaged her. And she was like, okay, time for a break now. Bye. And just, wow. and she printed it out and put it on a bulletin board because it was just really funny. And it just, it wasn't helpful. And um, especially for me, like well, I struggled in like public school because I have social anxiety, got sent to wilderness, got sent to this place and was a year behind. And online program was just not working for me. Like last January I went through some like testing and I have like dyscalculia, dyscalculia, which is like dyslexia with math. And so like you know I just was not getting anywhere with with that. You know, it just was not everyone thought the program was bad. If you asked any kid there, they thought it was crap.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you weren't really being taught much.
1: Yeah. If like anything. the only thing yeah, like the only thing I did learn was that English teacher I was talking about, he had like a English like writing class that he taught for an hour every day and you could like choose to do it. That was like the highlight of my day, like every day. You know, I would like, you know, write little stories. I'm not really good at writing poems, but sometimes you have to write, or you would have to write like a poem. And since I was about to drop out of school, I just, like, kind of did a lot of trolling in that class. Like, I wrote this really dumb poem that was, like, supposed to be, like, a sonnet. And it would just, it was, like, I'm edgier than you, you fool, you fool, edgier than a knife, sharpened six times.
0: <laughs> wow. I would read I was, that poem.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> the next question is, how do you think the academic opportunities differ from traditional academic programs? But it sounds like it differs completely. Um, You were on online school. You didn't have mandatory classes except for that one hour, it seemed like. Um, Anything you want to add to that question?
1: No, I don't think.
0: Okay. Um, Do you feel like you would have gotten the same education if you had went to a public institution?
1: Absolutely not. I feel like, you know, at that point in my life, I, you know, I didn't want to go back to the public school that I had been through before because, you know, it was really big public school and me having like, you know, crippling social phobia, it just was not the best for me. And for some reason, they'd keep like making me come back there, which was just not helpful and like convincing my parents to like, send me back, which was weird. But I feel like at that point, I probably should have like gone home and then gotten into like a, a different school, like, you know, hell, maybe even like a Catholic school would have been better. Because yeah. At
0: least
1: like get taught stuff, I'll be like a dropout now.
0: Um, were you able to take standardized testings like your SAT or ACT?
1: Uh I never got that far, so no. I maybe if I was like that far in my education, I know there was a girl who was allowed to like talk to colleges and stuff when she was there because she was like 18 and finished with high school. She got her high school diploma there from freaking Alpha Omega Academy okay so yeah they you know
0: okay so it was, seems more like a case-by-case case basis yes yes okay so moving on to the staff um what was the general age of the staff around you
1: um most of the staff were like um I would say like generally like early to late 20s probably a few staff like one or two staff in their 30s okay
0: okay did they have degrees or seem knowledgeable about people with trauma or mental health difficulties?
1: Um, They did, actually. Um, You know, I didn't go around, like, asking all of them about what college they went to, but I remember, you know, a good bit of them, you know, were in college or, you know, pursuing some sort of mental health counseling, something like there's only one staff I know that never went to college.
0: Okay. Um, What about the teachers? I know you said you had an online experience, um, could anything have been taught differently to help the students learn the subjects you were learning?
1: Uh, since they weren't actually, like, really able to teach any classes except for that one extracurricular day, like, I don't think so, like, you know, they did have teaching degrees, like, the one staff, you know, he came to work there because something about, like, corona, and he, like, couldn't do his old teaching job you know he taught at like a bunch of schools in the past like actual like schools and the other one was I'm she also I'm pretty sure did have a teaching degree she was married to the um I don't remember what his actual title was but he was like the manager of our house or something yeah so they both worked for the program and actually lived on the campus of the program as well
0: okay was that common like for staff to live on campus or was Um, it
1: It was pretty common. Like they did have some staff apartments. Like, you know, he and his wife and his kids lived there. Like the owners lived there, you know, in their own houses.
0: Are you aware of any training that the staff had to complete?
1: Um, I'm I'm pretty sure they do have to go through some restraints training, but I you know, they don't like you know hand hand out restraints like candy like you know my wilderness program did like they really try not to restrain people and when they do it's not you know horrible brutal you know pretty sure they do have to go through some training for like a program you know
0: was there any staff in particular that helped you and what techniques did they employ
1: you know like I said I feel like the you know program as a whole didn't help with you know any of my issues but for the time being that I was there I would say the staff were like pretty like nice you know they were like how do I say this I sort of like saw them all as like mother figures like my relationship with my mom like isn't the best so I kind of like latched on to all of them mm-hmm. and um you know they would just sit and like talk to me and like listen to me and you know a lot of them were most of them were Christian cuz it was like a Christian program so sometimes they'd like pray with me and you know Just, they were just, you know, really nice and just helpful and, you know, not condescending or like scrutinizing me, you know.
0: Okay, that's good. So they were helpful. So was it more of like the program itself that wasn't working for you?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily the staff, it was just the structure of the program. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, Do you want to like explain what the structure of the program is?
1: Yeah, um, so basically, they have one of those horrible, like, phase systems, Um, and it's, like, there's phase one, two, three, four, and I think five, and five is, like, like the graduation phase, and I don't have, like, a binder anymore, I don't think. I actually might, I don't know, but um, it's, like, they give you these tasks on every phase, and you also have to choose some for yourself. And then you have to, like, write out, like, the answers to them. Like, you know, one of the questions I remember I hated was, like, basically, say nice things about yourself. Have self-esteem. And I have never really had good self-esteem. And so I ended up just, like, lying and, like, convincing them that I, like, loved myself so I could, you know, get the fuck out. And, um, you know, there would be, like, behavioral ones. For you know, people with those issues, you know, just kind of random stuff, and then you'd have to go to a meeting where there'd be like your therapist and all these other you know people that work there, and you could bring a staff if you wanted, but it was it was optional, and basically you had to like try to convince them to like let you pass, and if they didn't, then you would have to keep coming back until you passed all the phases, and then there was also this horrible thing that they introduced. I hated this so much. It was signature card system something I don't know family teaching model I think that's the official name for it and it's from this like I don't remember exactly what it was called but it was like Methodist like foster thing group home in Florida and I, I don't know if this I'm pretty sure it's the same place I remember when I got out of there I saw that there was these kids that like played too much gta or something and then like had a shootout with the cops from there which is like not a not a good sign about that to me and the thing of this was like everyone would get this card and every day you had to get 20 signatures in from the staff and signatures were given for things like doing your chores saying please you know saying thank you asking permission stuff and keep in mind this program is for ages like 13 to 18 years old not like elementary school kids you know Mm -hmm. and if you did something right you know for example like if you were like can you like uh put away your laundry and I was like no you know you'd have to be like okay let's practice you'd give me a negative signature and then say okay we're gonna do a practice so you have to practice you know, following directions. And so you'd like make up like a false scenario where I'd have to like pretend to like, you know, do the thing. And it was just like very infantilizing. Yeah. And, you know, and even if you did something good for the first while and then eventually staff would quit doing this because it just annoyed us so much. Like you told me to put away my laundry. And I was like, yes, I will do that. And you would have to explain, you got a positive signature. You made eye contact you followed directions you did I just have to listen to you talk to me about why I did what the thing I did was good and if I didn't if I didn't if I walked away you would have to give me a negative then every day you know they tally those things up and if you don't get 20 signatures that's highlights so the next day you have to get more signatures to make up for your highlights and you can't have privileges if you don't and privileges are like cd player that you own that does not belong to the program cds that you own um snacks that you own you can't eat your snack you have to eat one of the crappy snacks that the program has you know going on outings which is a little more reasonable but like they will you know withhold things that are not theirs oh watching tv is also like a privilege you know they'll just take those things away from you, even if, and this is the thing about this, is in order to get the signatures, you have to, like, interact with staff a lot, and make sure you're doing all these specific things, and I'm, like, a pretty introverted person, you know, when I was there, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, talking to everyone all the time, and so I would have to, like, make, like, put extra effort, and to interact with staff so I wouldn't get in trouble so you could basically get your privileges revoked for not doing anything wrong and just not being super interactive which is ridiculous yeah and there's this thing called special circumstance as well where it's like if you did something really bad like you tried to run away or you hit someone I that was only time I got on special circumstance I hit this girl because she was annoying me which I regret <laughs> doing it wasn't you know, wasn't a very nice thing to do, but I did it, and I got in trouble, and I cried about it a lot. But I also apologized to her. You know, I felt bad, but um, yeah, it just was a really dumb, dumb thing.
0: Yeah, it does. I like the word you use infantilizing because it really does sound like. They're talking to preschoolers or something. It
1: does. Yeah. And, you know, I try to like, you know, people try to bring it up to them that just like would not do anything. I don't understand why they felt like they needed to implement this.
0: Yeah. I guess getting back to the official questions, um, how long did the typical staff stay at the program? Was there a high or low turnover rate?
1: I would say there was a pretty low turnover rate. You know, staff would, you know, quit or move on to a different job, but it wasn't like, you know, weekly occurrence, you know.
0: Okay. Were you able to stay in contact with your family or guardians at home? Like did you get opportunities to?
1: Yes. Um they would give you more phone calls depending on what phase you were on, which I think is really stupid. And the starting call is only once a week, which I don't see any reason why someone shouldn't be able to call their parents every day if they want to. You know, I've been in the mental hospital. Even there, you will get a phone call every day. What what is that? And you know that you can get like visits. Oh, they can send you letters as well. They can send you stuff, but staff will read your mail and look through everything. And to an extent, I understand. You know, because sometimes people try to like smuggle drugs or whatever. Like me and this girl were trying to like get like her friend from home like send like weed or something, but that that didn't happen. But um. Yeah, they would, like, read your letters. They would read your letters, and that's actually why I got banned to writing from writing to people when I got out of there, because I said swear words. I said too many swear words for them. Really nice, really nice. Also depended on how you were acting in the program, I think, at least a little bit. And they could take you on, like, on campus, which is basically you just have to, like, fuck around, like, on the campus. Like, they have, like, this garden store you could go to, and this, like, little cafe you can go to that kids oh i forgot about this you can work at this cafe called rudy's and i never did that like if you go down phase four you can but i refuse because they don't pay you shit they pay you like a dollar an hour for child labor yeah <laughs> to operate their shitty cafe and they're like oh it's training for when you like get a real job like okay still so job though like that's less than minimum wage this is some weird slave labor shit and i'm not here for it yeah and you know then there's like the they, they can take you like in the little town of Wabash they can like send you to like you know your parents can take you to like a hotel and then you know you can go for a day and they can go to Walmart you know and then they bring you back or you know they can take you home which is obviously the thing that everyone wants to do and you know home passes can be like a week a couple weeks you know whatever you and your whatever uh, your therapist and your parents decide and and they bring you back and you're also they're also not supposed to let you use internet at all while you're at home which some people don't follow but unfortunately my parents followed it to like almost to a t i had to convince them to let my let me use my dad's phone so i could listen to music
0: <laughs> wow so i guess it sounds like the parents were the ones who would enforce that at home
1: yeah I felt really jealous of the kids whose parents, like, didn't enforce it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, were you allowed your cell phones or um, any laptops? Yeah, it seems No, like,
1: absolutely yeah. not. No cell phone. Um, they had the school laptops, but those were, like, heavily restricted. And, um, you know, you weren't allowed to do anything except school. And I printed out a picture once, and they told me I was abusing the internet. Because I wow. printed out a picture and didn't do Alpha Omega Academy for 30 seconds.
0: And Alpha Omega Academy.
1: That's that's literally what it was called. Like, this isn't <laughs> fucking, like, fan fiction. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's literally, all I think about. Was, like, I just want to kill myself. But, like, still, it, it was cringe. It was cringe. And
0: <laughs> How did the living arrangements differ from home living arrangements? So, did you have roommates? Did you guys all eat together?
1: Um, yeah, so definitely different from, like, a home situation, especially for me, since I'm an only child, and I'm stingy. You don't have roommates, though, which is good, because I am not gonna sleep in the same room as anyone, like, especially if I don't know them. Absolutely not. You know, you had your own shitty little room. Um, You had, you know, the dining room, which, you know, you don't have to eat together, which I hated, because I hate, like, eating with people. Like, it makes me, like, kind of, like, want to puke a little bit you know i'm just like that like i don't i don't like doing that and then you know you got your living room which you all get to sit on the couch but you have to sit one person per cushion and you can't touch each other because it's bad
0: of course not
1: yeah and you know then you got laundry room you know everyone has their own separate days to wash their shit um you know got communal showers which i hated you know, everyone said they didn't pee in the showers, but I know that's not true. Um, This one girl actually, like, looked in on me in the shower once. That was not a nice thing. And then she went on, like, telling people. And I was like, dude, you can't be doing this. This is not good. Yeah, real weird situations.
0: Was what people ate standardized? Um, speaking of eating. Um, so did people get alternatives if needed? Um, so did everyone need their, like, veggies, grains? things like that, or was it more of a free-for-all?
1: Yeah, so this is the thing about this place. They Something about, like, Michelle Obama and her, like, healthy eating policies, like, make it. So, like, they have to give us, like, healthy food, but the thing is, it all tastes like shit. Like, I'm not saying healthy food, like, tastes like shit. It doesn't have to, but it did there because they got, like, the lowest quality, like, watery, nasty vegetables, um, you know, in those, like, weird, like, tins, you know, and just like really gross stuff. Like, so nobody would eat the vegetables, you know? And they had like coffee, you know, the little house. It had like storage snacks and, you know, that you could have, but then everyone wanted like their own snacks. So you'd get your bin and then you'd call your parents and be like, can you send me this and this and this? Which of course they could still revoke if you didn't get your signatures, but still because of like the food or like something about that place you would like gain a lot of weight. Everyone did. It was like a joke. Like hardly anyone came out without gaining weight, which um, was not good. Like I gained like probably 30 or 20 pounds, which then I had to lose when I got back by going on a diet. Not good. It didn't make me feel very good at all.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the food was healthy, but not healthy. Yeah. Were there alternatives if you were a vegetarian or like gluten free?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think there was some girl that was gluten free or couldn't, you know, something intolerant. So she had like, they would give her different stuff. And there was one girl who like was, you know, gained some weight and then was trying to like lose it while in the program, which was not going to be very successful for her, unfortunately. And she had to, like, really convince. You had to go up to, like, the higher staff to just ask for your parents to be able to send you your own food. Like, they had this thing about us all needing to eat, like, their food.
0: Interesting. The next question is, were you allowed allowed home visits? But I know you answered that. You were allowed home visits. Um, was that based on the phases, too? To an
1: extent, like, once you, you get up there, you get, like, more visits or I don't remember exactly. Like I had my first visit when I was on like phase two, I think. I don't know.
0: Okay. Would you recommend your boarding school to anyone else?
1: No, I wouldn't. I think there's other better options and I just don't think it's ideal.
0: Okay. Um, do you have any general thoughts on your experience? Anything you haven't stated already?
1: Um. No, I, I don't think so. It's just That's just what it was.
0: Yeah. If you could have changed one thing in your personal experience to make it a better one, what would it be?
1: If I could choose anything, I wouldn't have gone there at all. But if I could change one thing, like about the program, like if I had to go there, I would definitely make the education a lot better because I can, you know, like I slept in, in the desert for seven months, you know, I can like handle some shit, but Like, the education part, like, you know, that, like, impacts your future and stuff. And if I could have, you know, gotten more help to catch up in school, like, I would probably be in, like, a way better position now.
0: If you could change one thing about boarding schools in America as a whole, what would it be?
1: I would make them a lot more, like, restricted. Higher standard. For the longest time, you know, I praised, you know, Compass Rose Academy because, You know, it did the bare minimum, you know, it didn't treat me like shit. I got to sleep in a bed. I got to take a shower. Well, that's like basic expectation. Parents are, you know, paying a lot for their kids to be there. And so you need to like step it up, like do some actual school, like hire some actual teachers, like don't isolate the kids so much. Like we were like, like we were basically isolated on our little campus, you know, don't treat us like we're five, like treat us like our age, you know, just higher standards in general.
0: Okay, so that's the end of the questions I have. Do you have anything else, any last words you want to impart?
1: Um, I'd just say if you're a parent considering sending your kids to one of these places, like, really truly use it as a last resort. And, you know, just, there are some good, really good places out there. I'm sure you just have to weed out the shitty ones. Just, you know, just do more, you know, do your research, like really, you know, make sure that, you know, there's nothing else. And if you've, you know, been through one of these places yourself, like, you know, you're not alone. Like, you know, a lot of people go through this and I know I feel alone all a lot of the time, but you know, like, you're not like, there's other people that will
0: understand. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this interview today. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.